match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. Every object on Earth possesses what is called a natural frequency, which depends on its size, shape, and composition. One, seven. This explains how a singer can shatter a glass by hitting a certain note, which does not happen because the singer's voice has reached a particularly high pitch. Rather, it is a matter of attaining the natural frequency of the glass. As a result, all the energy in the sound of the singer's voice is transferred to the glass, and it shatters. Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to a uh, new year, new edition of Cosmic Insight. I am alone tonight, uh, minus my fabulous co-host, uh, Rebecca Gregory. She is uh, not feeling so great, so I am solo tonight, but sending her much love, uh, much energy, as she is on her path of wellness. So those who are watching, uh, send love and energy to Miss Rebecca Gregory. Uh, you know, she is missed tonight, but who knows? She may pop in, who knows? Uh, but anyway, uh, welcome, <laughs> new year, new beginnings. Uh, have no idea what tonight is gonna be about as I always don't, you know, for those who are regular watchers of the show. And thank you so much for your continued support by sharing and donating uh, to us so we can keep this fabulous show going, you know, telling your friends, telling your families. So it's very, very much appreciated. And thank you so much for, for the continued support. <sighs> oh yeah, you know, I have a couple of classes coming up too. Um, so you guys just click in the link in the description below to donate, or you can also click on the link in the description to learn about, uh, my light body transformation activation that I have, uh, for sale for promotion, uh, to, uh, in my store, uh, on my website. So you guys can definitely go ahead and check that out as Indigo as, uh, and her husband. Hello, Indigo. Hello, Patty has uh, participated and actually uh, utilized this activation. And so I'm not going to get into that because, you know, that's a topic for another day. But um, let's get to it. <laughs> so uh, I have been, or we have been absent uh, for about three weeks now because I myself have been going through personal changes and challenges in my life. Um, you know, a lot going on, a lot happening, a lot of transitions. And with that, you know, it kind of interrupted the hiatus, interrupted the flow of the show. 
which put us on a brief hiatus, unexpected hiatus, which is why I did those videos uh, to keep you guys in the loop of what was going on and what was uh, in the space of transformation. And so with anything, with anything of change, anything of transformation, it really uh, becomes unsettling. You know, if you're, especially if you're a creature of habit or routine, it, um, really shakes everything up. And so uh, in my world, I am not one of uh, accustomed to change or one who is of, you know, wanting things to change. But when they change, you know, it can be a bit unsettling. And so in the past few weeks, I have taken the time to adjust to the change, to the new frequencies and energies that are coming into my life now. And with this change and adjustment, you know, it really allowed me to analyze and to really look at things differently. And one of the things that came up so strongly, and I actually did a video about this last week or a few weeks ago, is um, attachment. And I feel that's one of the things that is definitely big now. Uh, as we move forward in these new universal energies, you know, and I understood um, what the Ascended Master Buddha was talking about when he talked about the energy of attachment and how we suffer through attachment. And hello, Colette, hello, Paula, hello, Deborah, hello, everyone. And so as we understand this energy of attachment. What is it and, and why do we suffer through this? You know, and which is part of the reason why when we're in a space of transition, in the space of change, in the space of transformation, we then allow ourselves to become attached to something, attached to a person, attached to a material possession, attached to an energy, attached to an emotion, attached to something. You know, no matter if it's physical, non-physical, energetic, however the energy flows, it is something that we attach to, something we identify with. And it is in this level of identity that we simply allow for ourselves to uh, flow and move and coagulate to connect to. But then, when things get shaken up, it is in the fear of losing something where the suffering begins. So it is in the space of fear, the space of detaching from an attachment. It is in that where we uh, step into the, or allow the energy of suffering. Why? Because it's just part of the human experience, you know? In the vein of the human experience, in the vein of allowing ourselves to really utilize, to know, to understand, to connect to something, to attach to something, um, it increases that space of attachment and um, suffering, if you will. And so, you know, as, as I speak of this, what comes to mind is a newborn baby, you know, a newborn child. You know, when they're born, you know, in the in the nine-plus gestation period, they are attached to the mother. They are physically, energetically, spiritually attached to the vessel of the mother. 
that brings them forth into this world. And so with this high level of attachment that goes through this fear of this period, I know some women have experienced postpartum depression, but that's aside from, from the space of where I'm going with this. And so when the born child is here, you know, there is the space of detaching from the mother by the cutting of the umbilical cord. And it is in that space where the one level of dependency ends and another level of dependency kicks in. And so this is like with anyone who has an addiction, they have an addiction to behavior, addiction to drugs, drinking alcohol, sex, food, whatever. It is in that space of the attaching and the suffering. It is um, relationship <laughs> and relationship to attachment and suffering. And so when we uh, go through this space of attaching and detaching and attaching ourselves to something else, just to get off one thing and get to another. It is in the space where the underlying fear of lack or scarcity comes into play. And people, even myself, really didn't understand this for a long time you know, because it is, you know, the teachings of Ascended Master Buddha when he talked about attachment and suffering. Yes, I understood it. I, you know, to a degree of where we allow ourselves to attach and to move forward and to detach and to really uh, separate in that space. But it wasn't until I went through this previous life experience to where I fully understood the, the depth of what is this level of attachment. What is the, the space of what this attachment really means, you know, the, the suffering, the space of that. And, and it all goes back to fear or the lack mindset, the fear of um, wanting to be something else or the fear of something's being taken away from you, the fear or lack of, of everything that is happening or not happening in, in your life. And so it is in that vein of existence where we find ourselves attaching and detaching and attaching to something else. So it's a cyclical pattern, if you will. And so the cyclical pattern, you know, is repetitive because we in turn find a space of comfort. And so you guys, if you guys have any questions <laughs> about this, please uh, be sure to put them in the comment uh, below. I'll be more than happy to answer this as I go, because like I said, I have no idea how this is going to flow tonight. And Dom, <laughs> welcome back. It's been a while since we've seen you. So yeah, new year, new beginnings, new things. And hello, Bridget, welcome. And uh, there is a Facebook user. I am unsure who you are with the Purple Heart. Um, they say you're receiving this. I'm receiving this with you. Um, but I wish I could know who you are, but I'll find out later when I am off of here. Um, and so with the going back into the explanation of the cyclical process of the attachment, the detachment, and attaching to something else, you know, oh, 
Oh, Carrie, hello. So Carrie, you have to allow uh, StreamYard, you have to give them permission for me to see you because I can't see your name, but now I know it's you. Um, and so, you know, with the attachment, the detachment of the attachment again, you know, it's the space of fear and loss and fear and loss and, and really uh, not moving in anything or, or detaching from everything. And so when we detach from one thing, it is in the space of courage and confidence and willfulness the willfulness to move in a new direction, the willfulness to strive and to live and to um, really own what it is. But then we get in this space of flow and then whoop, something happens and then we develop another attachment, whether if it's an attachment to meditation or attachment to uh, working out, attachment to being vegan or attachment to something that makes us feel good because that's what it's ultimately about. You know, the attachments that we have are ultimately to make us feel good, to make us feel better. But we then have to pause and analyze what this um, attachment is, what the source and what the depth and meaning of this attachment is. You know, um, speaking of things that make us feel good, I, you know, I have a, a story that I'm going to share with you guys right now because it, it feels like it's the right time to express this. And so most of you know, who are regular watchers or know me personally, know that I was away for the month of September doing plant medicine. And most of you guys know that I'm vegan. But... What you guys don't know is that in the time that I was away, that I actually partake in uh, having meat while I was uh, away. And why? You know, it was really interesting because uh, as my shaman put it, and I will go into a deeper explanation after I express this, but my personal attachment, you know, my personal beliefs, you know, got in the way of me having that full experience, the full experience of the blessings, the love, the joy, the happiness, the uh, sacrifice, if you will, of the, of the meat. And so, you know, it took me a long time, years, actually, because I've been doing plant medicine for about eight years now. And so it is, uh, in the first few years, I, I didn't eat any meat because it's part of the ceremonial closing of a uh, plant medicine ceremony, at least with the traditions, the families I've sat with. And so it is in that and honoring the spirit, honoring the spirit of the earth, honoring the spirit of the mother, honoring the spirit of the animal and honoring that energy. And so I'm like, no, 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 you know, because my personal beliefs, but for the whole month, after every ceremony, I ate meat because of I had to detach from my own personal belief to allow myself to uh, move forward into another space, to allow myself to open up to receiving um, the energy, the understanding, the knowledge, the wisdom, not only from uh, my peers, the family, the community, but also what the earth was offering. And as I speak of what the earth was offering, it was in that I truly understood the exchange of energy, the blessings of the animal, the blessings of this. And I say this because, you know, 
when we are so attached to something, we become blinded by what is to come. And what was to come for me was while I was away. You know, in the last week, uh, I did uh, had a whole day where it was just me in, in medicine. I mean, well, actually a whole week, but this one day in particular, um, where the first night I arrived, I gifted a tree the offerings of the food from the previous ceremony. And a month later, in my caminata, which is a forest walk, spirit walk, was not aware of it. I sat by the same tree. I didn't realize it till I was deep in my own space. And so if I hadn't allowed myself to uh, release the attachment of my own beliefs, then I would probably would not have had that experience. And so when there is the, the cycle of attach, detach, attach again, we really have to step in and honor and own what it is that we are um, looking for or looking through. You know, the suffering that is being caused by us really uh, not, I don't know, uh, attaching to something, the, the space of suffering. You know, it is really in that space of really not being deliberate, where we're just on autopilot, you know, where we just simply move to um, really stepping forward into who we are and what we do. And so it is in that vein, in that energy, that we open ourselves up, you know, because what is suffering really? You know, I wanted you guys to take a moment to really ask yourself, what is suffering? What is suffering, you know? What is it really? You know, suffering, is it a belief? Is it an emotion? Is it pain? You know, what is suffering? You know, it, it is, um, you know, personal choice. You know, and I'm just naming things here because this is what's coming into my, into my awareness. And, and Colette, yes, <laughs> I like this, what you just said, Colette. Colette, suffering is the distance between where we are and where we want to be. You know, that's, uh, that can go so many directions. You know, suffering, is it is it mental? Is it emotional? Is it physical? It's all these things, you know, and, and we allow ourselves to suffer. We allow ourselves to suffer because of the fear because of the scarcity, because of the law of vibrating energies. And so those who have the courage to move beyond the suffering, I applaud you all. Because at some point in our lives we suffered, right? 
some point we had a great attachment to something. And what if it was an object, you know, <laughs> one of my favorite objects uh, was an elf doll when I was a kid. So there, I'm telling my age just by that one thing. You know, it was an elf doll that I had that I had uh, that adorned my baby jacket. And I've had, I kept that elf doll for about 20 something years. Can you believe it? 20 something years I kept that doll. And I'm like, why am I keeping this? What purpose is it serving me? What, why, 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 why? And so eventually I gave it up because it wasn't meant for me to have anymore. I still have my baby jacket because that means a lot to me. It's one of the things I cherish, but the doll itself, I no longer have a space for that, you know? It, you know, just like those who know me have, you know, hundreds of crystals and I slowly been gifting them away because they no longer have a space. But, you know, in the act of freeing them from my possession, it was like, well, no, I want to keep them. They're mine. It's um, like uh, Golem from Lord of the Rings saying, my precious, my precious, my precious. But we hold on to something so tight through the energy of attachment that we choose not to let it go, you know, just like, you know, with the relationships, you know, with the mother-son relationship, you know, my relationship with my mom, it wasn't always the best at times, but it was one that was necessary, one that was needed for the personal growth. And through the energy of attachment, we grow. We grow through what we need to grow through in order for us to really then step into the energy of letting go. And it is in the process the process of letting go is the energy of suffering. And that's where it really comes down to, though, Colette, I do appreciate your wisdom and uh, being a catalyst to further this discussion or, or this uh, talk. But come on, you guys. I know you guys are listening, but I want more questions here. Um, because I miss my co-host, Rebecca, who's a little ill tonight, and I miss her so much because I know this would be a great topic for us to have together. Um, but it is in the act of letting go where suffering is. And so it is in that. So just think about that for a second because I, I am. You know, in the act of letting go is the real suffering. And, you know, what are we letting go in that moment? What does that act represents? It represents growth. It represents freedom. But it's in that act itself of letting go. Even if it was something that was very meaningful for you, like I just talked about, you know, an elf doll that I've had for 20 years. You know, certain things, you know, whether it's a friendship or a relationship or uh, object, whatever it may be, 
the letting go signifies the growth that sometimes you may have outgrown something or something may have outgrown you. And so what is in that where we really begin to learn, understand, and expand from that space. So just imagine, so just imagine here in this moment, you know, and all of your life that you can recall, that you can remember, all the times where you released something from your possession, you know, whether if you shared a food, uh, shared clothing, shared a part of yourself, that was letting go. But in those moments of sharing, was there a brief second, a brief second of apprehension? If there was, then that was a moment of suffering, moving to growth and expansion. And it happens just like that almost instantly. But sometimes, you know, when it's something so minute, such as sharing a, a meal or inviting someone into your home or uh, sharing a, a prized possession, it is in that that we say, okay, it's no big deal. I mean, because it's who you are innately. But when it is something of great reverence, when it's something of great um, uh, connection, it is when the real growth is, you know, the, the losing of self, <laughs> the losing of self, the, the attaching and detaching of self, because in that space, we also lose ourselves. We also lose the, the space, time, and energy of who we really are, uh, of that definition, the definition of who am I in this moment? What am I in this moment? What am I allowing for? What am I making room for? And so when we shared or release parts of ourselves that we are attached to, that we identify with, whether if it's an uh, object, a person, a thing, uh, you know, something that we identify with, or something that's our identity that's innately ours, or that people have grown to know us to be, and we are no longer that, is it still suffering? Is it still suffering when we allow ourselves to have that, that room of growth? You know, are we attached to the story that we tell ourselves? Are we attached to the story that we tell others? And when we no longer tell that story, are we really suffering or is the person who has known us suffering because they want us to relive that story? Think about that one. You know, I often, well, not anymore, uh, you know, when I first started doing the work that I do, I often or used to tell the story about how I got started, you know, about why I do what I do. And some of you know, some of you don't know, so this may be a first time that you're hearing this. But the reason why I do what I do is, number one, is I don't ever want anyone to ever feel like they're alone, period. You know, 
because that's the reason why I write poetry. That's the reason why I write. That's the reason why I do these things, because I never want anyone to feel like they're alone on their journey, on their path, and their purpose. But there is also the reason why, you know, I truly set forth on my path is to really, um, is from the energy of gratitude and how I suffered because of my pride and how I suffered because of my ego and how I suffered because of all of these things. Because there was a time in my life where, you know, in, in a recession years ago, you know, lost my relationship, lost my job, everything was just done and I, and, and I didn't know how to survive. And so then I had to detach and lose my ego, lose my pride and ask for help. And that was growth. So sometimes when we allow ourselves to detach, there's the space of growth. And so it is in that that we really um, move forward. And Dom, I really appreciate what you're saying here, brother, about uh, the most powerful thing I've done is forgive others and myself, and now I feel free. I love that. However, <laughs> you guys have to go back and watch a couple of shows that we've done with Neil Donald Walsh, and I really appreciate what he said. I really appreciate this, and you guys have to really think about this one. And so, and in one of the interviews that we've done with Neil, he talks about, and actually we talked about this, forgiveness. And he said, to the effect, and I'm just going to simply paraphrase because I can't remember exactly, that he talks about that God uh, understands that there is no need for forgiveness. There is no desire to have this energy of forgiveness. Why? Because there is no need to apologize for your actions. There's no need to apologize for who you are, what you've done, especially if you come from a higher source, a higher space because God understands. So what's innately when you saying, I'm asking for forgiveness, instead of asking for forgiveness, ask for understanding because understanding enables the energy of growth. The asking for understanding enables the energy of growth simply because you're allowing yourself to be open to receive the deeper understanding of why someone has done what they've done or moving forward because yes, forgiveness is easy because it's like, oh, I forgive you, I forgive you, move on, move past it. But when you ask for an understanding, it creates a space of explanation and it adds to, and it adds to the energy of the collective. It adds to that space of divinity to understand, you know, well, I understand why you hurt me now. I understand why I allowed myself to be hurt. I allowed, I understand it on a much deeper level because of the energy that the understanding brings. You know, because people always simply say the, this cliche, it's, it's water under the bridge. Okay, nothing happened, move on, Do done. But the understanding creates for a deeper connection, not only with yourself, but with the person that you are um, wanting to connect to. And if, and if the person doesn't want to express this understanding, ask for the understanding for yourself. 
understand why you react the way that you react. So it, it, it revolves, revolves around, and you know, um, forgiveness is almost like an easy way out. Not saying that it's incorrect or improper in any form or fashion, but there's a time to forgive and a time to understand it. So understanding allows for that deeper uh, space. And so this is what we're moving for, moving towards, you know, and uh, I'm going to do this energy update <laughs> really quick, and then we can get to some of the spirit questions for the night, you guys, um, because as we move from the energy into attachment, into understanding, you know, what people have been experiencing lately, and I think I did a video about this um, a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat> is that, you know, the ascension symptoms that people have been feeling lately, the anxiety, the angst, the anger, the frustration, the pain, the suffering, whatever, headaches, uh, eye aches, body aches, all this stuff, all this stuff that people have been feeling lately, all this stuff, right? It is because now we are moving into the energy of 4D, fourth density. Why am I talking about fourth density? Because no one else is. No one else is talking about fourth density. And in order to get to five density, fifth, 5D energy, we have to go through 4D energy. So what exactly is 4D? It's what you're feeling right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is the the pain, it is the anxiety, it is the uh, confusion, the frustration, the unassuredness of life. You know, and, and some of us are revisiting old life patterns. Some of us are revisiting old emotional spaces. Some of us are, are revisiting the shadow, if you will. You know, because late last year, we had the lunar eclipse followed by the solar eclipse, followed by the solstice energy, followed by other portals and energies opening. So it was the, as I call it, the walk of the shadow. So we are walking into the shadow. We are in this shadow energy for us to, as Indigo just uh, put it here, purge of the 3D energy. So yeah, so we are in that space of releasing and letting go of this three-density energy, this third-density energy, because what most people don't understand is we ascend. The earth has to ascend. But the earth energy, the mother energy, she's not called Mother Earth for, for nothing. Mother Earth ascends first. And as she ascends, we follow. So as she is moving into fourth density, so are we. So this is why you have the high spikes of the Schumann resonance. You have uh, the spikes of energy all over the planet in the ley lines, the dragon lines, and the nodes and nodes of the vortex energies all across the planet. And so with these heightened energies across the planet, those who are connected uh, to these energies, you know, light workers, healers, so forth and so on, and those who are connected but may not be aware that they're connected, you know, feel this energy first. And so when we allow ourselves to sit in this energy, to feel the energy, to shed the old layer, to shed the old energy, because you can't enter into 
uh, fifth density because fifth density is the energy of unconditional love. You can't enter into that carrying your baggage. So fourth density is the space to unload your baggage, to unload the energies of what no longer serves you. And I guess this is why I started the night off talking about attachment, you know? It is in that, in, in releasing that, in letting that go. And, and you can't walk into a new home with old stuff. Well, you can literally, you know, if you buy a home, you bring in all your stuff. Or if you want to first start, you just buy everything new because this is what's happening. I mean, you we are in the space of newness, the space of birthing anew. We are in the sacral chakra energy, the birth and rebirth of, of it all, the creative space of it all. So this is the opportunity to create what you want. This is the opportunity to move in that energy, then that divinity and allow for it to be awakened so you can nurture the creation that you wish to create with this life as you connect with Mother Earth, the universal energies, and all these things, and all in, in, in doing what you do. So I, I urge you to, if you're feeling what you're feeling, feel it. Allow it to happen. Allow it to to be known, to be felt, to be understood. And this way you can let go of the attachment, let go of the suffering and allow for the birth of the new to emerge through you, from you, for you, as the universe supports you, you know. Um, you know, I've been sharing a lot of personal stories tonight. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, you know, uh this one I actually learned yesterday. Um, so I had a client of mine who I love dearly. I love how much he has grown just from working with me. And so there was a form of miscommunication or a lack of communication on both our behalfs. And without getting so much into it, we both took a moment and we paused. It's like, wait, what just happened? And so this was all over text. So we both picked up the phone and talked. And this miscommunication was resolved. And I had to pause and thank her for the lesson that I learned in that moment of this space of miscommunication in the space of uh, financial energy in the space of uh, really moving in that space. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I get that. And so it is in that, that life in the past few weeks for me has been giving me and showing me little tiny lessons that, you know, maybe a year or two ago, I probably would have dismissed. But it's in the space of awareness that you allow yourself to really understand the shifts that are happening now for you personally. And the thing is, everything is happening on such a minute scale, but they have large impacts. So just take time to understand your energy, where you are, to nurture yourself, to love where you are, and to be who you are in that space, because that energy in itself is going to support you. And so this is how the energy is showing up for me. The energy is showing up for me 
and supporting me in different ways I, that I've asked for, but it's also unexpected. So just allow the unexpected to really guide you, to really help you on your path and on your journey. And I'm just going to continually keep going here for a few minutes, but you guys, it's that time. <laughs> it's time for you to ask your spirit questions as I am here to bring clarity and purpose to you. But just want to make a quick announcement as I wait for these questions to come in that uh, mark your calendars, save your date, uh, June 29th. Uh, you can find the link in my uh, tap link uh, in the comments below. I am hosting a live uh, energy E and live energy healing and reading event on January 29th. So you guys can go in the comments below, uh, use my tap link to register. It is $11 to register for the event. However, you know, there is uh, an additional fee if you guys want to have particular questions answered for that event as I go move forward through the healing. Um, so I'm super excited about it, uh, and I hope to see some of you guys there. And I love and appreciate every single one of you. And so, my dear Indigo, <laughs> ah, I miss you guys so much. So, my dear Indigo, are there any messages for the weekend, please? Patty and I are going to see your property. So exciting. Um, well, as soon as I read this Indigo, my dear, um, the number three, the number three popped into my head. So I'm not sure what, um, how many you're going to go see tomorrow. And I'm not sure if it's going to be the third house or if the asking price for the house is going to have multiple threes in it, but just be on the lookout, uh, for, the number three, just be on the lookout. It's either gonna be the third property or just be on the lookout for the number three uh, for you because that's really going to uh, help you uh, make the decision. And uh, for everyone who's on YouTube, you guys can't see this, but Rebecca says hello and that she misses you all. And so she wishes she could be here. Thank you, Rebecca. I know you're recovering right now. Go back to sleep. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Sandy. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, uh, my dear Indigo, just be on the lookout for number three. And I feel like it's going to be your castle, your home. And so it's going to be uh, really amazing for you. Uh, and I can't wait till I have the opportunity to come visit you guys in Wales. <laughs> wait, not Wales? Welsh? Wait, yeah. In Ireland. <laughs> um. And so, my dear Colette, and I can't wait to see you tomorrow or talk to you tomorrow, Colette. I'm so appreciative about you. Um, so, will this turn into something permanent? If not, how long do I have? Um, so, my dear um, Colette, what I'm hearing is that the ball is in your court. And I think that we've had this discussion before. So this is just a reminder for you that it is in your court, in your energy, that um, this temporary job is not a necessity. 
it is just something to keep you busy and or occupied. And if it is um, meant to be permanent, it won't turn permanent to like the spring or summer, like late spring, early summer, if you choose to stay. Um, and, and know that this choice is yours, but I don't see anything really blossoming uh, into uh, anything permanent to like late spring, early summer for you, my dear. But we can talk more about this tomorrow when I talk to you. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, I, I love clients that get me excited and bring smiles to my faces. And, and Colette uh, Foster is one of them. She has grown so much in the month that I have been working with her. So thank you, Colette, for allowing me to be a part of your life and a part of your journey. Uh, and just so you guys can see what Rebecca says. So, yeah, love you all from Rebecca. So um, I'm going to put these up so Rebecca can see them if she's still watching. Uh, from Sandy, hello, Becky. From Miss Indigo herself, Missy Rebecca, get well soon. And, uh, yeah just a few other people um and rebecca if you want a reading you can always text me or call me <laughs> you don't have to be on the show um but yeah so you guys are there any more questions or anything that you guys have about what i was talking about tonight because uh, I'm still accepting questions, but if you guys have questions about uh, what I was talking about, you're more than welcome to uh, bring those up as I am here. So, you know, I may be solo in person, but all of you guys that are watching are my co-host. Every single last one of you. I mean, because I couldn't do this, and I, and I probably would or could do this without you, but I choose not to because we grow together. We are one, we are all, we are this, we are that. We are the energy of the planet. And with that being the energy of the planet, we have to raise our vibration just like Mother Earth is raising hers. You know, and not just Mother Earth, but all the planets. The entire solar system is raising its vibration. And so we have to rise up to meet this grand new energy that is entering into our divine space, into our divine energies. And so, yes, 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 yes. Oh, Indigo, thank you so much. Um, well, I'm glad I was able to clarify all this. this and, you know, sometimes when I solo, I just talk and talk and talk and talk and just, you know, channel whatever energies and messages that come in. And so um, it is a beautiful time to be alive, to be present, to be here, to uh, connect to this divine energy that is us, that is the representation. We are the representation. You know, regardless of, of what's happening on the planet, you know, we, with... Uh, the courage, the confidence, the fear, everything that's happening. Um, I just will say this, don't feed into the hate. Don't feed into the fear, no matter what your belief is on any topic. Because when you feed into the fear, when you feed into the hate, 
it only fuels the opposite energy even more. So just uh, allow yourself to to stay in the space of love, to stay in the, the space of appreciation. You know, that's what I've been doing uh, for the past week. There have been times where it has been a bit challenging, um, but when you stay in appreciation, when you stay in joy, when you stay in love, things unfold for you. So just remember that. Remember to stay in that energy. And move. <laughs> oh, Indigo, thank you. I appreciate you can listen to me for hours. Thank you. I appreciate that. But Maria, my dear, I got very sick on Christmas Eve. It was the flu, got chills, muscle pains, migraines. And... So, you know, Maria, that's real interesting. So it's, I actually talked to a client today and she had similar issues. And she said that it was the virus. And so and she said it was very similar to ascension symptoms. Not saying that you are ill, which I don't feel that you are, but yeah, definitely uh, check out that video I did a couple of weeks ago about when I did an energy update. Uh, this is definitely, a, oh yeah, especially during that time, it's, it's just now triggering. I mean, because that was the time when a lot of stuff was coming in because I was uh, on the end of what I call the walk of the shadow when we had the lunar eclipse, then the solar eclipse, then the solstice energy. So that all that energy coming in, you know, almost at once, you know, was a lot for people to take in. And so it definitely was more of an ascension uh, uh, energy because, you know, I'm just going to keep saying this ever since I did a whole month of plant medicine detoxing my body, ever since I've been back, uh, I get ascension symptoms, but not as hard or not as a, or challenging or as much as my peers. So a good detox does a body good, especially now. So if you guys are experiencing heavy ascension symptoms or heavy um, uh, discomfort, super strong detox. Uh, and if you have access to it, uh, do Cambo. Cambo is like an amazing, amazing detoxer for the body. It resets the immune system for a year. Uh, for 13 months, but you know, what's the month? But yeah, it is the best detox you can possibly get. And it's uh, K-A-M-B-O. So you guys look that up, find a practitioner in your hood and seek them out, connect with them. And if you guys are in Florida, Jacksonville, connect with Rebecca. She's like one of the best Campbell people ever. So, yeah, but um, yeah, Campbell all the way, super detox. Then you guys won't, you guys will still get ascension symptoms, but it won't be as intense. So, yeah. Um, you guys are so welcome. And you know what? I think that's it for the spirit questions, you guys. I think I'm tapping out because this is all about me disseminating information. And letting you guys know, uh, indigo, you know, coffee, colon cleanse. I personally, it's not 
something I would suggest because I've done that once and it was more energizing than detoxing for me. So, you know, if you're going to do like a detox for the body, I would also probably suggest like a vitamin and mineral detox. There's many detoxes on the market, but there's this one uh, that I really liked. Uh, it was uh, called BioCleanse. Uh, Bio-Cleanse is the name of it. And what they do is they, they give you uh, all the things that you need. They give you the pills. They give you their priority. Uh, uh, I can't say the word right now. But you guys know, I mean, they they, they um, give you everything that you need. And it's either seven days to two weeks. And so that's like a really super amazing cleanse, you know, because it's almost like a fast you have to do uh, for that. But if you guys want more information about that, uh, email me at cosmicinsightradio at gmail.com. And I can get you guys that information for that really amazing detox. If not, and if you're in Florida... Get to Rebecca, she'll find a way to get to you. Period. Um, but all right, well, this has been a really good show, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for your attention. But now, now it is time for the Friday night tune up because it wouldn't be Friday night <laughs> if we didn't have a tune up. Ah. So, uh, wherever you guys are. Whatever you guys are doing, unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery, which I doubt any of you are, uh, <laughs> just take a nice big deep breath and allow yourselves to relax. As we connect to divine universal energies to support us in the change that we are going through. So just taking a nice big deep breath and release and allow for your heart to be centered, to be grounded and connected. And as we allow ourselves to ground, just imagine this beautiful golden light, cord of light, golden light, cord of light, golden light, cord of light, <sighs> to move down from the sky. And as it moves down, it connects down through your soul star chakra, which is just above your head. And with every breath, it just moves down into the next chakra, into the crown chakra. Into now the third eye, allowing you to have great sight, great clarity and great connectivity to all there is, to all that you are, to all that you are offering.
allowing this energy to move into the throat chakra, connecting to your truth, into the voice box, the vocal cords for you to express what is your truth, to express what is you, to express who you are through the confidence, energy, and willpower. And now into the heart, allowing the expression of this heart to be known, to be felt, to be understood, because this is your heart, living in a space of unconditional love of self, living in the space of truth, and being acknowledged for your truth, for being understood for your truth and allow this heart space to guide you through the release of detaching, to allow this space to release you from the suffering, the pain, the anguish, the in-between spaces, the uncertainty, all that is frustrating you, all that has created resentment around you or resentment for yourself or for others, all that has created frustration or confusion or doubt or suffering in any way, in any capacity in your life, because now is the time as we move and enter into this fourth density energy, it's time now for it to fall away. As karmic energies, debt energies, all these energies fall away because they no longer are supported in this new fourth density energy. And now allow for this energy now to move into the solar plexus, the space where this golden light will live with this is completed. For you to understand your willpower, for you to own your power, to understand that without this power that you have no voice, without this power you can't take the proper action. Without this power you are limited, but with this power you are limitless. Understanding that you are limitless with this power, with this energy that you have access to within you now. Moving now into the creative space, the sacred womb space, the space of birth and rebirth and creative space, energy time. Allow this energy to support you, to assist you, to guide you, to love you, to hold you as you create a new for yourself. And now moving into the earth energy, the root chakra, where you feel the unconditional love of Mother Earth herself well, she asks for nothing in return if she loves you unconditionally and she offers to you the love, the support, the guidance, the nutrients of this planet that is of her, given with love, freely, willfully, unconditionally. And just allowing for this energy to permeate throughout the body throughout the meridian system, the nervous system, the lymphatic system, into the cells, the organs, the body, this beautiful body that supports you and continues to support you and never stops, it never sleeps, it never rests. Because it's on a continuous cycle of birth and rebirth, on a continuous cycle of creativity, on a continuous cycle of movement and living. This body is a beautiful, machine, a beautiful energy, an unending infinite cycle of life. 
just allow this energy to support you as this golden light energy extends out into your auric field to seal and correct and close any holes or leaks. As this energy is now your container, as it supports you in all that you are. As we shed the old and move into the new, this fourth density energy, it is you. Who is the master? It is you who is in control. It is you that is now taking ownership of this experience, of this life, and the co-creation and relationship with the creator itself. Allow this divinity to be you, to be expressed through you as it is you. Every experience, every step, every breath, every beat of the heart, every whiff of a flower, every breeze that is felt, the warmth of the sun, the wash of the water, the step of the earth is you. As we ascend and move into these higher heights and dimensional spaces, it is you. Releasing all desires of attachment and suffering, knowing that with each detachment, there is growth, there is wisdom, there is awareness, and you are this awareness. And allowing this golden light to come back into the center, to ground, to connect, to bring all into harmony and balance. With the energy of unconditional love, we surrender to this energy. We allow this energy and give it permission to work with us. Knowing that this light lives within you, you can access this at any time in your wake or sleep states. This is you. It is always you and always will be you. And just allow yourself now to take a deep breath and just come back to present. And open your eyes. You are here, ah, you are now, ah, you are present. Mm. So everyone just hydrate, rest when need be. Don't push yourself as this energy um, is meant for you. It's meant for whatever you need it to be. And Deborah, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Indigo, I appreciate you. Colette, I appreciate you. I appreciate all of you. All of you individual and special beings. I appreciate you because 
I am you. And I have to appreciate myself to appreciate you and we appreciate each other. And just appreciate, 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 no matter where you are, what you do, feel the love. And everyone, till next week, hopefully Rebecca will be back with us. So send her your love, send her your energy. And uh, doing another episode next week, don't know what it's going to be. And uh, a lot of new things happening uh, this year, so stay on the lookout. And I will connect with each and every single one of you. And everyone, till next week. Stay in the space of love and appreciation for who you are and what you do. Honor yourself. Be true to yourself. Love yourself. And everyone, till next week for another live episode of Cosmic Insight.